0: Welcome back to The Tea with KB. This is episode number two. And if it is your second episode that you're listening to, thank you so much for coming back. I really appreciate it. And it's truly an honor. I was so excited to see that so many people had gotten value out of it the first time from the first episode, which by the way, when I say so many people, There were 22 people other than myself who listened to the first one so far, at least from what I can see. It is Saturday the 12th as I'm recording this, and it doesn't show me, I can't even remember if it actually, I don't think it shows me yesterday yet either, but either way, so far from what I can see, 22 of you beautiful souls out there have listened to my first episode so far, and I got DMs, texts messages on Telegram, and had people in person tell me how awesome they thought the episode was, which was really fun to hear, but also, this is a big part of the episode, so I want to say it right now, also, I take all of that with a grain of salt, or do my best to, because if you value people's praise really highly, then you'll also end up valuing their criticism really highly. And the whole thing that my soul really wants me or one of the whole things that my soul really wants me to be working on right now is not valuing anything, any opinions outside of myself so highly. And that's something that I have improved on a lot over the years and I've gotten a lot better at not taking the criticism to heart, but sometimes it's easy to take the compliments to heart (laughs) a lot more quickly. Compliments are fun. I enjoy them. So I'm doing my best to be very grateful for the comments that people have given me, but also just try to recognize them as reflections for me about how I feel about the episode because I recorded it and I did feel like it was great. I felt like it was going to be really helpful to people. So when people have reflected that back to me, that's just how I look at it as a reflection of how I felt about the episode which is still fun and cool. And some of you took action on it right away, which was even more exciting for me because my whole goal here is to help people while using my energy really efficiently. I think I said that in the first episode that my 2022 mission is to help more people while using less energy. And this podcast is a big part of how I'm going to do that. This is the way that I can help people the most deeply and widely at the same time because it's free. So anybody can get access to it. You just have to exchange your time and that sort of energy with it to be able to access it. Most other things that I have going on do cost money other than following me on social media. So if you're not doing that, you can find me out there. Right now, Instagram is where I post the most content, and my handle on Instagram is it's Kristen Hope, I-T-S-K-R-I-S-T-I-N-H-O-P-E. That's also probably where I will be asking the most for feedback about things, asking you if you had any questions about anything, if you want me to expand on it. If there's anything that you'd like me to try to dive into more, so if you have opinions that you would like me to know about, that's a great place to go and be and give me that feedback. You can slide in my DMs. You can also send me an email if you want to. My email address is hello at it's Kristenhope.co. just CO. So those are a couple ways that you can get a hold of me if you did want to. Comment on anything from the episode or ask me questions. I'm also playing around with the idea of going live on Instagram, maybe once a month to do a Q&A. So if people have questions that come up, be able to just jump on there live, answer them with people, see what you've been up to, because I do want to know if this is helpful for you and what type of action, if any, you are taking after listening to the episode. So there's that. Another just general housekeeping thing, this is your reminder again that this is my podcast, so I'm expressing my opinions, my perspectives, the way I see the world. You don't have to take any of it on, and you can stop listening at any time. So if I say something that triggers you, you can always just stop listening. But also, I would invite you to look at it as an opportunity for expansion. You can just... Maybe ask yourself why you're triggered by what I said or what it's bringing up, what opportunities there are to expand. And in this episode, I'll be talking about a time that that happened to me this week where I had an opportunity for expansion and something that was a little bit triggering for me. So that'll be really fun. But I want to try to go in the order of how my week unfolded just to have some sort of order an organization to this episode. So I recorded the first episode. It happened to be recorded on a Tuesday, but I wanted to try to do like a Friday to Friday situation. And I was originally going to record this episode on Friday, and then I felt like I shouldn't for some reason. And so here we are on Saturday, but I'm going to go back to last Saturday and what happened last Saturday and start there. So last Saturday, I took a shower after workout class and had all of these ideas coming through. And I did a poll on my Instagram story to see if you also get a lot of good ideas in the shower. And 90% of the people who answered the poll said yes. So hello, my little shower channelers. Keep getting all those great ideas and try to remember them as best as you can while you're in there. So... I was just minding my own business, taking my shower, and then all of a sudden my mind was wandering, thinking about what I was doing and how my week had gone and just everything that really changed and shifted for me from me doing that read on the energy of my business that I talked about last week. And I just felt like I just want to do all of these reads for other people. I want to read the energy of other people's businesses and help them shift things and make things easier for them. Like I already knew right away, okay, I'm going to implement this with my coaching clients. I want to help them in this way. I want to feel into the energy of their business to see what they can shift and make things easier for themselves. But then also, this is what I want to do for reads. And for now, I still have links where people can book a regular read or a regular healing session with me, but that's probably going to be going away. I'm not sure when. <laughs> I can't make any promises. I was going to say probably after March, but I don't even know if I'm going to want to do them in March. So I would just recommend booking a read with me as soon as possible if you want one that's not on the energy of your business, because that option might be going away for a while, possibly even forever. I don't know. I'm trying to stay really in the flow and really present. In the exact moment that I'm in, if you hadn't caught on to that yet. So I'm leaning into where my heart wants to go. And it was interesting because some stuff kind of came up for me, even in that moment of getting the clarity on this is what I want to do. And I've had trouble when I've done like last year, January through March, I did this little, it was called the Laptop Lifestyle Bootcamp, Amanda Colby, if you want to find her on Instagram. But I did that course. It was like a 12 week course. Yeah. 12 week course. And it was all about how to get your business going and, you know, laptop lifestyle, be able to work wherever you want. And there was a lot of really awesome stuff that I got from that course and it was super helpful. And I met really awesome people, but there was also a lot in that course that I felt like did not resonate with me. And it was kind of taught in a way of like a, one size fits all. This is what you should do. But I was getting tapped into my intuition at the time. So I already knew, okay, I need to only do what works for me and what feels right to me. So that's what I did. I took what seemed good for me in that course and left what didn't, which remember, that's what you get to do with this podcast. That's what you get to do with everything in the world is see what resonates for you and what feels right for you and follow that and leave the rest. So there were some parts in that where you were supposed to try to get clear on your niche. And at that time, it was like, I have no idea what my niche is. I just found out that I'm supposed to be doing intuitive work for people and healing work for people. I don't know what people specifically. And truthfully, I want to help everybody. Like if there weren't 7.7 billion people in the world, I would say the whole world is my niche. But I can't help 7.7 billion people probably, you know, that would be difficult. So I do know that I need to get a little bit more specific than that, but I do, again, like I'll try to think about it and it was like, no, I just still want to help everybody. I really want to help everybody. Like I don't even want to say that I help women because I want to help guys too. And I have done reads for guys and I don't want to say – you know, whatever specific, it was like, anytime I was supposed to think of my niche or think of my ideal client, I didn't really know what to put because I didn't want to be so darn specific. And in a way I did know that my ideal client was like me a year prior. Like that's the general, obviously I want to help me, whoever's like me a year ago, whoever's in the same place that I was a year ago, because since that's where I was a year ago and I'm here now, I know how to help them get to where I am now. I know how to help them get to a better place. And so I was, you know, clear enough on that. But then at the same time, it was like, so do I literally say someone who works in corporate America, someone who's single, someone, you know, it's like, I, well, I can help someone who has a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I don't need to only help single people. Like I would just get so caught up in the details that don't even freaking matter. And it was really hard for me to figure out what my niche was. So I just kind of didn't worry about it, and I was just doing my thing, you know, bopping around in the world, putting out that I was doing reads, doing reads for whoever wanted me to do reads for them, and now I just started this marketing and messaging class, and of course, again, I hadn't looked at this Saturday, but this week was when the the real lessons started, and this week, part of what we're supposed to do is get super clear on our brand message, and our values, and who who we want to help. And right before this week, I finally figured that out. And I also have gotten to know myself better to the point where I realized this might shift and this might change and I have to be okay with that. And I have to be okay with right now saying I want to work with you if you are a business owner or would like to be one because I would totally love to work with people who know that they want to start a business but they don't know what that business is, especially because I do intuitive work so I can tap in and talk to your soul and ask your soul what your soul came here to do and what you're supposed to be doing and I can help you get on track with that. That's already kind of what I was doing with my coaching anyway, but I wasn't necessarily fully marketing it that way because again, I didn't want to like have people think it wasn't for them, if that makes sense. Because sometimes people don't really know that their soul has a specific plan for them and maybe they're not quite ready to tap in. And I just wanted to be able to help everybody. But that's not the best way to do things. The best way to do things is to figure out what are you super, super, super passionate about right now, no matter how specific it is, and just lean into that. So right now, for me, I want to help people – And I will say I do specifically want to help women right now. If you're a guy out there and you were like, oh, damn, I wanted to do this, I probably wouldn't say no (laughs) to you, but I'm going to end up gearing all of my messaging and my marketing to women. So you'll still maybe be able to see yourself in whatever I'm putting out there. And if you wanted to reach out and work with me, we could do that. But for the sake of making it easier for me to have very clear messaging, I do need to decide that for now, I want to work with women who either have their own business or want to start their own business. And I want to help them be able to do things in a much easier way. And I talked a little bit in the last episode about how you've got the you who you kind of think you are, which is like your avatar. So that's me, Kristen, which... I just realized I don't even know if I actually introduced myself at the beginning of the episode. So if this is your first time here, I'm Kristen, also known as KB, your host. And if you were here before and you know me and you're just laughing because you already knew that, hello to you too. (laughs) So Kristen is my avatar, as I like to say. That's who I decided I was going to be in this lifetime. Your soul actually chooses that stuff. Again, this is where I will remind you, if you don't believe that and you don't want to believe that, that's totally fine. I'm going to continue to talk about it as though it is the truth because it's my truth. So your soul decided, I have these lessons that I want to learn in this lifetime and I would like to do it in this body and have this experience this time. So you may have had lives where you were in a body that was a different gender. You may have had lifetimes where you were in a body that was a different skin color. You may have had times where you were in a body and you felt like the physical body didn't match your gender identity. You may have had all kinds of different experiences and you chose the specific one that you are in in this lifetime to help with certain lessons that you have. So you've got your avatar, it's who you think of yourself as most likely, unless you are also super into spiritual work, then you may think of yourself as your soul. And then there's your soul, which is who you truly are, the essence of your being. Your soul has lived other lives before. Your soul will probably come back to earth unless this is your last incarnation, which if it is, congrats, nice work, super proud of you. And <laughs> and if you've been here before, also congrats, super proud of you for deciding to come back because this place is hard. So props to you for choosing to come back, and if somehow you are a soul who has never been here before and you found my podcast, my goodness, feel free to DM me because I know this place is just wild when you first get here. It does not feel right. It's difficult, so I'm here for you. Anyway, you, your soul, and your little human avatar identity need to work together in this lifetime. And the more that you work together, the easier things get. And the more you surrender to the lessons that your soul has signed up to learn, the easier life gets. That's something that I've been really leaning into, especially in this past week, is just trusting my soul and what my soul wants to do and realizing that sometimes when I am asking intuitive questions and I'll check to see what it is in my highest good to do, I'll get one thing and then the result feels like, why the F did you tell me to do this right now? And it's because there's a lesson that my soul really wanted to learn and that I then as this human really need to learn. And the best way to do it is through this certain experience. So one example of that is last week. So the – like on the first, I think it was the first or the second of the month, I – checked in to see if I should move, and I actually did an alternate outcome reading on myself for this, which I don't think I explained what that is last time, so I will just explain that quickly now. An alternate outcome reading is a type of reading that you can do to find out what would be the outcome of me doing this thing, or what would be the outcome of me doing this thing, and when I do reads for myself, I like to do them as a blind read just to make sure that I'm not emotionally manipulating the information because a lot of times if I'm wondering, should I do this or should I do this? I might have this idea for myself of this is kind of what I would prefer to do, but I'm gonna do whichever has the best outcome. So just to avoid me manipulating the information that I get when I ask the question intuitively, I will write the options down on a piece of paper. So I'll cut up paper into some small squares write each option down on the paper, fold them up into small pieces, and then I'll hold one when I intuitively ask the question and I'll write down whatever information I get, number that intuitive information that I got, number that piece of paper, and after I do all of them, then I will open them up and see which is which. That's actually how I decided to move to Dallas, Texas. (laughs) I had a few cities on my list. This was always a super fun question to answer when I moved here because I would meet people and, you know, say that I just moved here and they're like, oh, why Dallas? And I would say, well, I actually am an intuitive healer and I did a blind read and the outcome that I liked the best was Dallas. And this was truly the best outcome by far. A couple of the other ones were like good, but I got super detailed information about Dallas and it was just like thriving in every area of my life. So that's why I moved to Dallas because intuitively, I got the information that this would be a good place for me to be. It's also how I picked my exact apartment unit that I'm in and the apartment building that I picked. And it's so funny because I had picked this building and originally the realtor who gave me some options for me to look at had said that a certain unit on the 27th floor of this building was available. So I applied for that because I knew I wanted to be high up and then when they called and told me that my application was accepted i had this really like weird feeling something felt off i felt really uncomfortable and i knew something was up but i just i didn't say anything to her over the phone i was like awesome thank you and then as soon as i got off the phone with her i went online and looked at what other one bedrooms they had available and there were two on Or maybe it was one on the 26th floor and another one on the 27th floor, I think it was. And so I did a quick blind read for myself. And the outcome of the one on the 26th floor was the actually the only one that was positive. And I was like, oh, okay. 26th floor is where I need to be. So I emailed her and just told her exactly what I told you, which is like, okay. I know you probably think you're dealing with a crazy person here, but This is how I live my life. I do intuitive reads for almost everything. And I just said I need to go to the one on the 26th floor if that's okay. And she was like, totally fine. Move me to this one. And I live next door to a Packers player, and that's my favorite NFL team. So that's a little fun fact for you. And I have met some other cool people on the 26th floor I've also met some cool people from the 27th floor, but apparently this is where I was supposed to live and so far, so good. So, I did a read to see what the outcome was of me and I do this I do this most months like pretty much every month, I'll check in to see what is the outcome of me pulling some money from my savings to just have in my bank account to make me feel like I am more abundant, have more money. Because it is wild as an entrepreneur not having those consistent paychecks coming in. It's all, you know, just seeing if it's going to happen type of a thing. So every month I will check in and see the outcome and I'll read the outcome of me pulling various amounts of money from my savings. And then whatever outcome is the best is the amount of money that I'll pull. And my soul was also starting to block me, as I mentioned in the last episode, because I was creating things from an energy that was too excited, not grounded enough, not peaceful enough, not balanced enough. And my soul was like, this is not the energy you're trying to create. Trust me. So I'm going to block you a little bit, not fully blocked, but I'm going to block you a little bit till you figure it out. So I made less money in December and January than I did in October and November. And I felt like, okay, I'm sure I'm supposed to pull some money from my savings because I don't think I even have enough money in my accounts to cover all of the bills that would be coming out before I would be getting enough money in to cover those bills. But I just felt like I was supposed to do a read on taking out, uh you know a certain amount of money or zero dollars, literally zero dollars, <laughs> and the outcome of taking out zero dollars was like peace and like expansive growth like it felt really good. That's the type of information I'll get a lot of times when I do it, by the way, because I'm sure some of you are wondering what exactly I mean and what's coming through it'll be something like that. And a lot of times the way that I do it is I'll do a read where I'm like, I'm asking the question with my eyes closed and I open my eyes and then whatever my eyes are drawn to and whatever that thing makes me think of is where the intuitive information will start coming in. And a lot of times it sort of just pours in after that, but that's my starting point of knowing the general vibe of the things. So I'm also usually at my desk and I do have quite a bit of stuff on my desk, but I have a candle that's a coastal sage candle that smells really good, smells refreshing. I have some plants and plants feel like growth to me, especially right now. I have one that is sprouting out a new leaf. So that's growth and it feels very positive to me. But then I also have you know, chords to things. I don't like those. If I ever open my eyes and see the chords right away, I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't like this outcome. This is going to be a no for me. And sometimes I'll still try to feel it out because there might be more information that comes through, like frustrating at first. That's kind of how I think of technology. I'm not a tech savvy person. So technology stuff can be frustrating for me. But also, I have had to figure out a lot of stuff in this business with technology since starting it. And I will say that after struggling through things for a while, when I figure it out, it does feel really good. So I have had reads where the outcome is something like that, where it's like struggle at first, frustration at first, but then it feels really good. So I take all of that into account. And again, I just am deciding which outcome do I want then based on whatever came through. So the outcome of me not transferring any money from my savings to make sure I could for sure pay all of my bills was peace, growth, expansive, like felt really good. And I thought about it and I was like, okay, like I guess this is the time where I just fully trust myself to be able to align with and manifest all of the money that I need by the time that I need it. And I do trust myself and I know that I can do that. So cool. And especially I had just figured out all this stuff. So I was like, great, I'm going to create everything from a super peaceful place and be feeling super abundant and just really trust myself. This is going to be so great. And then was going about my life, minding my business, things were good. And then in the middle of this week, one day I went on and checked one of my bank accounts and it was like negative $161. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. And I had a couple non-sufficient funds fees because of course there were a couple bills that went through and the money was not there that was needed for those bills. And for a second, I was pissed. Like I listened to you, you told me to do this. And I knew I was in alignment to have the money. So it was like, What is going on here? And then I just did get curious, like peacefully curious and was like, okay, why did this happen? Why did you tell me to do this when you knew that this was going to happen? And what came through was that my soul really wants me to be rooted to the value that I bring And to just my value as a human being, my inherent worthiness. And my soul wanted me to practice feeling incredibly worthy no matter what is going on outside of me physically. So that's kind of tying back to if I had a podcast episode that I put out and I had a bunch of bad reviews about it or a bunch of mean comments. Say I got a whole bunch of mean DMs and emails from people telling me that my podcast sucks. My soul wants me to be able to take that in and ask myself, do I truly feel like my podcast sucks? And then be able to say, no, I don't. I think it's good. I'm still proud of what I did. These people must have been triggered by it, but I'm going to decide that this was still good and not let it affect My worth, or how good of a job that I feel like I did on it. And it's the same thing with your bank account. Your bank account is not a direct reflection of your worth as a human being. You are completely worthy, inherently worthy. If you take a look at a beautiful baby, you know that that baby is worthy. That baby is worthy of having all of their needs met, period. You are that same way. There's nothing that you can do That will make you more worthy or less worthy. I think some people will sometimes get, okay, there's nothing that I could do to make me less worthy. A lot of times we still do struggle with that though, especially if you've made a lot of mistakes or made any big mistakes in life. It can be easy to fall into that false belief that you are not worthy because of whatever you did, but there's nothing that can make you less worthy. There's also nothing that can make you more worthy. I could have had a million downloads of my first episode of my first podcast, the first day I put it out, and that would not make me a more worthy human being. My worth stays the same all the time. The only thing that changes is how worthy we feel like we are and how worthy we think we are. So My soul really wants me right now to get rooted to feeling so completely worthy no matter what is going on externally. My soul wants me to get comfortable with having no money in my bank account or negative money in my bank account and feeling like I'm still worthy and like I still have value and I still provide value and that I'm worthy of receiving In exchange for that value and that i'm worthy of receiving abundantly In exchange for that value and that that bank account is not actually a reflection Of my worth of the value that I bring Even of me. It is maybe a reflection for me Although in this case When I was checking in it was mostly just that my soul wanted me to Get to this point so I could have this experience. I could feel what it feels like To have – and I still have money. It's just not in that account. But to be able to look at that and see that on one of my accounts and decide that I'm still worthy and figure out how to feel still worthy. Because even though it was only one of my accounts, it was still triggering for me in the moment to see that. And it triggered so many little beliefs of like, I'm irresponsible. I'm stupid. I should have known better. I should have done better. I should have manifested more. Whatever it is, all these things came up for me to look at and ask Are these beliefs that I want to have? Is this ultimately true? Do I want this to be what I believe? And I decided no. No, this is not ultimately true. No, I'm not stupid. I'm definitely not stupid. This bank account is not a reflection that I'm stupid. That's not what's happening here. And it is definitely an opportunity for me to expand. This also isn't even the thing that I was talking about when I mentioned that there was an opportunity for expansion for me. I think it was later the same day. (laughs) My soul gave me a doozy of a day, which it'll do sometimes. I think this was also the day after Or the same day, okay, now I can't remember for sure which it was. The bank account might have been the day before or the day after this. But definitely the day that I put my podcast out, which was a very exciting thing for me. Sometimes my soul will force me to even out my emotions in a way that I don't super enjoy. If I have something that's super exciting and I'm letting myself feel really emotionally high about it, My soul will like to remind me of that equal low feeling, and that happened that night because my boyfriend was here, and he ended up telling me about a way that he was feeling in our relationship, and I won't go too much into detail with it because, one, this podcast is supposed to be focused on my experience as a spiritual entrepreneur and what helps me there, and two – That's like, you know, his business, our business, not necessarily yours. But ultimately, he was feeling like I didn't really care about him. And that came as a complete shock to me because I tell him that I love him multiple times a day. But part of what was going on was that he wasn't fully seeing or thinking about the things that I was doing for him. And then another part of it was that... Honestly, I had been getting a little bit too wrapped up in what I'm doing with my business and putting a little bit less energy into my relationship. And, you know, we talked through everything and I cried a lot because I am a pretty emotional person and I really do love him. And the thought that he truly thought that I didn't care about him, like, broke my heart. But also... It was upsetting me because I care what he thinks. And in my soul's opinion, I care a little bit too much what he thinks. And I should have been able to stay a little bit more rooted to knowing that I am a good enough girlfriend while also being open to expanding and getting better. And I let it make me feel pretty awful (laughs) for a time. I don't know how long it was because it's not like I was timing our discussion. But that's another thing that I wanted to mention is we've had you know multiple different difficult conversations about different things, but I don't even really like to call them difficult conversations. And I definitely don't like to call them fights. I'll always tell him, I'm like, I don't know what to call this because it's like what other people would probably call a fight, but it never feels like a fight. We're not fighting with each other. We're not fighting against each other. We are always trying to understand each other and support each other better, love each other better, make our relationship better. And what I literally today, when I went on a walk, realized as I was thinking about this, knowing that I was going to record this episode, is what, what they are is they're expansion opportunities. We have expansion opportunities. And relationships are in your life, not just romantic ones, but friendships, relationships with your parents, business relationships. Relationships are in your life to help expand you and to help with your growth. So anytime something gets hard in a relationship, it's an expansion opportunity. And we talked through everything. And, you know, of course, at the time I was a little bit in my ego and I wanted to make sure that he knew a lot of the things that I have done (laughs) to show that I care and show him how much I love him. But also, I was asking about, like, what can I do to make you feel more loved? And I told him, I have literally asked you this before. Like, I'm super clear on what I want and what I need and what makes me feel loved. And I tell you that. And then when you do those things, I make sure to thank you and give you lots of smooches and tell you how much I appreciate it. But when I ask you what I can do for you, you just, like, don't know. And you're just good and everything is fine. So how am I supposed to know (laughs) what to do to make you feel as loved. And so I asked him to come up with something. I was like, for Valentine's Day, you have to tell me something that will actually make you feel loved because clearly what I'm doing is not getting the job done. And I don't want to be doing a bunch of things that don't actually make you feel loved and not doing anything that does. So we talked through it all, figured it all out. We both felt a lot better by the end of the conversation. And then of course me being me, this is just how I operate in life. Afterwards, I just sat down and I thought about like, okay, what just happened? Because it really caught me by surprise. And there were some things that he said specifically that I just could not believe he was saying. And I couldn't believe he was thinking and couldn't believe he was feeling. And honestly, it sort of felt like we were in two different relationships. And it was like, what, like what on earth just happened here? And if that ever happens, I know that there's some very large soul expansion for me that's waiting for me to figure out and tap into and really something to heal. So I was kind of asking source god whatever resonates with you there and asking my soul like what was that like why again from a curious place why did this happen from a standpoint of what was i don't want to say off in my energy but you know what made me in alignment energetically to have this situation happen where i did feel so blindsided and it was obviously very emotional for me i was triggered so it's like what what caused that what in my energy made me available to that, or I should say, and, or what are the larger lessons here for me? And it was two main things. The one was this idea of still giving away too much of my power and letting someone else's opinion of me dictate how I felt about myself. Because as we did talk through things, and I mentioned some of the things that I do for him He did say like, okay, yeah, I I think I just wasn't really thinking about all the things that you do. And, you know, we pretty quickly got back on the same page, but it still had me so shook for a while. And I should have been able to stay grounded in knowing that overall I am a good girlfriend while also hearing him out and being willing to make some shifts so that I can be a better one and that he can feel more loved, and more supported in our relationship because I want that. I love him and I want him to feel as loved as I feel about him. And that was one of the things. And then the other thing was that this is a chance for me and a big opportunity for me to find more balance and get better at having balance in my life and specifically balancing my business and – relationships and a romantic partner for sure. So for me, this is the first time that I've had my own business ever in my life. And for the first several months that I had this business, I was also working a nine to five and I was single. I happened to meet my boyfriend right after I gave my notice at my nine to five. So the whole time we've been dating pretty much. I have been doing this business, but that was like the only thing that I was doing. And I knew I was supposed to be kind of chill about it at first and not be trying to do so much. And it was just still a time for me to be kind of figuring things out. Like I explained at the beginning of this podcast episode, I literally just figured out who I ideally want to work with right now and who my target audience is Right now I didn't fully know that before and was just kind of out there winging it. So This year like january I started to get a lot more downloads and a lot more clarity on stuff and then this month We're not even two full weeks into this month and i've gotten more clarity in the last two weeks than I think I had the entire year prior So the more clear I get on what I want to do and how I want to do it, the more I just want to pour myself into what I'm doing. And in fact, I originally was going to be recording this episode tomorrow because I was going to be hanging out with my boyfriend right now, but when he woke up today, he wasn't feeling well. And I ended up, doing things that are work-related for a good chunk of this day because he was sleeping trying to see if he'd feel better when he woke up. He's literally taken multiple naps today. He might still be napping. I haven't heard from him again, but I decided, you know, at one point when he was going to go back to bed, okay, I really want to, like, there's this thing I really want to play around with and there's this thing I really want to do. So I just did that. And I have done other things. I've caught up with a friend on the phone and I ran some errands for myself. I went to yoga. Like I've done other things, but I just keep feeling pulled to work on stuff for my business because the more I figure stuff out, the better it feels and the more ideas that come through and the more quickly they come through, the more easily they come through, the more clear the information is. Like I feel like I have such a plan of what I want to do for the next few months, and that's not what it was like last year. Last year, it was like I was trying to think of things that I could do so I could make money. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, I could do this thing. I could do this thing. I want to do this thing. I'm going to do this workshop now. And then I'm going to do this workshop the next month. And then I'm going to do this one the next month. I think I just want to do like one little workshop each month. That would be a fun way to be able to teach on different topics. I have this course that I'm relaunching I have this course that I'm creating. Like there are just so many things that I want to do and then this podcast. And I am so excited to get on here and tell you all about what I'm doing and how I'm doing it and how I've made things so much easier for myself. And it feels so much easier that it's like it's kind of all I want to do right now to some extent. And I do still want to hang out with him. That's for sure. But the problem is, is that when I hang out with him or on the nights that we don't see each other in person, if I talk to him on the phone, I'm so excited to tell him about what I'm doing because it's so much fun and it's so exciting to me and it feels so good to be so clear on things that I was not giving him enough space to share things or even like I don't even know. I don't even know how to explain it, but I think you probably get what I'm saying. It was like, I was so wrapped up in my own shit that I forgot to make sure that he had all the space to tell me about whatever was going on with him. And maybe I wasn't listening 100% when he was sharing about what was going on with him because right now it feels like almost 24 hours a day, ideas are coming through for me. I woke up so many times in the middle of the night last night. I woke up at 5.30 this morning like I, I recorded a lesson for the Turn Shit Into Gold course that I'm doing right now at like four seventeen a.m. the other day because I woke up and I couldn't fall back asleep. Maybe it was even like three fifteen. I don't remember. But either way, like right now, my brain is just going and it's going a million miles an hour, and all this stuff is coming through. And I'll have these thoughts that are so it'll be a line that's so specific and so good that I feel like I need to record this right now in some way, whether I'm jumping on to record a lesson for Turn Shit Into Gold right there at 3 in the morning, 4 in the morning, whatever it is, or if it's me writing it down in a notebook or putting it in a note on my phone. If you have the Google Notes app, it is amazing. I think it's actually – yeah, it's called Keep, Google Keep. That one is I right now have so many notes in there of different courses I want to do at different times of the year, random content ideas for TikToks to make, podcast episode possible topics, a book. I mean, there's like so much in here and I'm just constantly trying to kind of like hang on to the information like a thought will come in. It's like, oh, that's so good. I need to follow that and I want to lean into it. So I wasn't probably being the best girlfriend this last couple weeks and maybe even in January because that was going on for me in January too and I was relaunching Alignment Academy. So I had that. I'm also working on rebranding my website and with relaunching Alignment Academy, I was doing it in a new software system where I had to completely learn a new software that's very complex It's extremely helpful and I've been loving it. I'll probably talk more about it on an episode for those who want to hear more about it, which I did have somebody, I posted about it briefly on Instagram too and I had somebody ask me about it. So I will probably expand on that at some point, but I was so busy doing all these things and I had all this stuff going on that I just started to be less present with other people because it just was hard for me with what's going on in my brain right now. So this is an opportunity for expansion because I'm hoping that I'm getting this many good ideas and I'm this clear on what I want to be doing and what I want to be creating for the rest of my life. But if I'm going to be getting this clear on things and having this many ideas for the rest of my life, I need to figure out how to balance that with relationships because if I get married, I need to be able to provide space for my partner and give my husband the time of day and listen to what he has going on. And if I have kids, I need to be able to pay attention to what my kids have going on. And I don't want my kids to be telling me about their day at school and be the mom who's saying, "Uh uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Mm Mm-hmm. And not actually being engaged in the conversation and later not being able to remember what they said because while they were telling me the story about what happened at school, I was thinking about this lesson that I could record for this course that I'm doing. So that was another huge opportunity for me to expand myself and grow and become better. And this is where it's so important for you to get your ego out of the way because it's really easy when somebody comes up to you and gives you some sort of feedback and says, you know, you aren't being a good partner. It's really easy to want to just get defensive and not hear anything that they have to say. But obviously feel it out too depending on who the person is. But it's if it's coming from a place of love, it's – Something that should definitely be examined. And you should ask yourself, is this true? Do I feel like this is true? And with my boyfriend, with this situation, it was like a both situation where I felt like, whoa, to some extent, this is not true at all. And I can't believe you're even thinking that. And here are the reasons why. But also, to another extent, yeah, that makes sense. And here's why I think. I was doing that and I'm sorry and I want to do better, but also I need you to help me do better. I need you to tell me what would be something specifically that I could do for you that would make you feel loved. And also asking him to – like one of the things was he said sometimes when he'll tell me a story, it'll make me think of something and I'll start talking and then we never get back to what he said. And I told him, if I do that, I want you to just say, hey, you're doing it again. I was telling a story. Just say that and say it right away because he said sometimes I would finish and then he didn't remember what he was going to say. I was like, okay, I appreciate you telling me that, but also it's going to take me time to change this habit that I've gotten myself into. So I need you to call me out. Like you have to, you have to also do your part and just call me out right away. Just say, hey, I wasn't done with my story. And then I'll be like, oh, sorry, keep going. You know, it's, it's going to take both of us to make that shift, but I'm willing to do my part, and I want his help in helping me fix that so that our relationship continu- can continue to get better. But we also do both feel like whenever we have these conversations, and sometimes it's stuff that he's done that's upset me, sometimes it's stuff that I've done that upsets him, But whenever we have these conversations, these expansion opportunities, we always feel better after and stronger after. And no matter how hard it gets in the middle, it's always better on the other side. And I think a lot of people are afraid of growth because of that part in the middle that's really hard. And sometimes it's really, really freaking hard, I will admit. And I had a lot of points in my healing. Even like a couple months ago, there was stuff, and it was more so him triggering me at that point. And it just felt like a lot. Like one day, I think I was already crying to him about something that had triggered me. And then I told him, I'm just so sick of being triggered. Like, I just, I just want a break. And I know that my whole life is going to be me expanding and my whole life is going to be me getting triggered about different things so I can expand myself. But I had just been going through a lot and was healing a lot. And I also told him, you know, sometimes I get afraid that it's going to be too much for you because I know that the way that I live my life is so different from the way most people are living their lives. And I'm intentionally going in and looking for these things and trying to heal them and shift them. And everything little thing that's happening. I'm looking into what is this reflection for me? What is this showing me that I could shift and expand? Including yesterday, I had a read with someone and like five minutes into the read, the Zoom froze and my monitor, my second monitor shut off. And for some reason, the second monitor was not a clue enough to me. And I thought it was just my internet, but it turned out the power went out, not even just in my building, but on the whole block Most people would think, oh, that's just a coincidence. That's not how I think. I think, okay, what was going on within me that made me an energy match to lose power, which was that I was burnt out. I had burnt myself out this week. And that's not something that I had done in many months. And that was another little sign that I need to find more balance in my life. I had been doing too much. Part of it was that I spent too much time in Keep that software system, not Google Keep, different one, K E A P. But I spent too much time in there playing around with things, trying to figure things out one day. And that type of thing really zaps me of my energy and makes me feel drained. So I realized, okay, I can't be doing that as much. I need to have maybe like one day a week where I'm playing around with stuff in there and give myself two hours to do it and cut it off at two hours because beyond that, it starts to make my brain feel like mush and it really drains me. And I also had more reads this week because of my Clarity Saturday. So here I am bouncing around, classic. Back to that Saturday when I got clear on, okay, I want to work with people who – have businesses or want to start businesses, I started thinking about how how would I do this? How would I make this transition? And then it reminded me that when I was first learning how to do intuitive reads, I would just post on my Instagram story and ask people if they wanted me to practice on them. And I would always practice a new technique on a few people before I started charging for it. And even when I was charging for reads, whatever new technique I learned I wouldn't use that technique in a paid session until I practiced it a few times for free just to make sure that I was indeed getting information that was super accurate and resonated with people and that I had fully grasped it. Then I would integrate it into my work. So, with this, the way that I'm doing it is what I call a role play read. So, I've done role play reads plenty of times. I know I am good at role play reads. However, I was not role-playing the energy of a business. That's an entirely different concept. It's so different from anything I've done before. I realized I should just reach out to a few people and see if I can practice on them because if I practice on a few people, then I'll be able to, one, figure out exactly how I'm going to even explain this to people because I know it's a little bit different. And then, two, just know exactly how I want to go about it, which even – you know in the first one i realized oh it would it would probably be easiest to make the most sense if i ask them what are your goals as a human right now in your business and what is causing you the most frustration in it so that i have that context to then go in and get in the energy of the business and ask the business how the business is feeling and if i know already that the human is wanting to go in this direction i can even ask how do you feel about this change Or I can, you know, ask something else that's specific to what you are trying to do in your business to find out how your business feels about it. And with the frustration part, I can find out right away what's going on with the business and the business's energy that's causing that friction, which also kind of brings me back to the fact that you've got your self, your human self that we talked about, your soul, and then you've got your third kind of partner in your business, which is your actual business's energy. So if you have your own business or you want to start your own business, I would highly invite you to try on my truth and my perspective that your business, even if it's just you, is a partnership and there are three partners in this business that you have to make sure are all on the same page and are all on board with things because your soul is kind of the main driver of your life. Your soul has the power to veto what you as a human have aligned yourself with. It keeps happening to me. I will be in alignment energetically for something. I won't have any other blocks that are related to limiting beliefs for myself. And it will be my soul that says, no way, Jose. I am not letting that happen because we signed up for this lesson and we need to do it this way. So until you shift this and do it my way, I'm not going to let you have the thing that you're in alignment for. So have to be aligning human self with soul. And that also goes both ways because your soul might really want you to do something. Like I have some friends who I know listened to the first episode of the podcast. So we'll see if they listen to this one and text me. And um, I have some friends whose souls really want them to be doing intuitive work. And doing what I'm doing, but in their own special way, because everyone is unique and everyone is supposed to be doing something in their own way. We are still in Aquarius season. Please lean into what makes you unique because you are the only person in this world who is like you. 7.7 billion people and not a single other person on this planet has had the exact set of experiences that you've had. So you have a unique lens. You have your unique personality. You might have a lot of basic bitch qualities like I do, but there are also things that make you very different and unique. And it's all of that combined that make you magical and magnetic. And the more yourself you become, the more you're in alignment to receive abundance. Because at the end of the day, you are abundance. I am abundance, you are abundance, because we are little fragments of source energy and source energy is abundance. But in order to fully align With abundance and with what you desire, you have to be you. The universe has to be able to tell that it's you. So if you're trying to act like someone else and you're not in your full energy, then you can't receive the thing that's meant for you. The more you you become, the more you can get what you want. The more you are yourself, the more you'll align with friends who actually see you and appreciate you and love you for who you are because they can see that That's part of why my relationship is so good right now because I finally started to embrace who I really am and all of my weirdness. And I said some crazy things to him on the first date, second date, all those dates. And I kept thinking, oh, he's probably not going to stick around after this one. He's probably not going to stick around after this one. And he's still here. It's been almost six months and we're still rocking. I haven't scared him away yet. And I've been my full self. So you have to be you, be your full self, your unique self, and your soul really wants you to do things a certain way. But of course, you as a human have to be on board and you have to want to do it. So I have these beautiful, magical, wonderful friends who are still not quite there yet. They're not quite comfortable to step out to the world and say, I am a medium and I sometimes see dead people in the corner of the room because they know that that sounds weird and they're just not quite comfortable with it yet. And that's fine. And they're on their own journey. They're on their own path. I keep saying, I am not like most people. The way that I have gone about this stuff is kind of crazy. Sometimes I can't even believe it myself, how much I did in a year, how much I shifted in a year. And just the speed with which I did this all, it's not normal. And uh, My boyfriend has had to deal with that too because since I'm always shifting, he has to be able to keep up with me to some extent. And if he can't, then we would no longer be in alignment and the relationship would end up needing to end. That's what happens. That's why people break up. That's why friends drift apart because people grow and they shift their energy. And if you're not in a similar enough energy anymore, it has to be pulled away in some way. It doesn't always have to be like a big fight friend breakup, sometimes it's like you just don't even know why you're not talking to the person anymore. You just haven't spoken in a long time. You don't know what happened. And you're not mad at them. They're not mad at you. You're just not in alignment anymore. And that's the way it is. And uh, that's been, you know, sometimes I feel like, oh my gosh, I hope he doesn't feel like I'm just really dragging him along on this ride. But I keep shifting and I keep growing. And I keep having these conversations with him that are these opportunities for expansion for both of us. And he keeps sticking with me. So I appreciate him very much for that. And um, you've got to have both of those things then, your soul and your human self on board. Your human self has to be willing to do what your soul wants to do. And then you've got the energy of your business. And you have to be willing to do what your business wants you to do or do things slightly differently. So I ended up doing five, I think it was. I should have double-checked on that before I started recording. But I did about five of those reads this last week with people tapping into the energy of their business and what their business wanted. And it was so funny because almost every single one of them was the same. And one of the people that I did a read for actually has two separate businesses. So one of hers was a little bit different, but the other one also said this. And it was like, everybody's business said, I want you to play. And I want you to stop caring about what other people think, what it looks like, what makes sense. Just start playing. Just play around. Have fun with it. Things don't need to be pretty, they don't need to be perfect, and this whole idea of what I've really realized for myself recently, which is the best way that I can figure it out and get clear on things, is to just start doing it. I just have to start doing it, and the more I do it, the more clear things become. I realize, oh, I don't want to do this this way. Oh, I do want to do things this way, and everything becomes more clear. But what stops most people and holds most people back and what held me back for years was thinking that I needed to be clear before I started. If I kept with that, if I had decided I need to be fully clear on exactly how I want to do everything before I started, I never would have started. And if I at any point on this journey decided I need to stop telling people about what I'm doing and stop asking people to work with me until I get super clear on exactly who my ideal client is, I never would have figured out who my ideal client is. I needed to work with people and play with this stuff and figure out what feels good to me and figure out what I want. And what I want is to work with people who understand that this is work and who do the work and who are willing to confront their limiting beliefs because it is scary. And if you're working with me, I am all up in your business. A role play read is me literally being in your energy and being able to ask what you're thinking about anything or what you're feeling about anything and getting that answer. I also take that responsibility very seriously. And it is a true honor for me for everyone that I've been able to work with and everyone who has trusted me. Like it almost makes me want to cry right now because it truly like I take it seriously. I take it so seriously. And It's also because of how much work I've done and how much I've had to grow and work through and how much I've had to allow myself to be seen on this journey. And yep, now I'm I'm fully crying (laughs) because I was afraid to let myself be seen for my entire life. I was so scared that somebody would see something and they would like figure out that I wasn't lovable or they would figure out that I wasn't worthy or they would figure out that I wasn't good enough. So I didn't want anybody to see me. I would just show them whatever parts I thought that they would like. And that's how I lived my life for three decades. And starting to do this intuitive work was what really helped me. And of course, like the actual tools, which are the tools that I'll try my best to share on social media, but definitely the tools that I give my clients, the tools that I have in my Alignment Academy, those tools helped me start to increase my self-esteem and how worthy I felt. And I just started to let myself be uncomfortable and get comfortable with being fully seen because my mentor can get into, she's the one who taught me how to do these reads. She can get into my energy and she can spot any limiting belief that I've done or whatever I'm thinking about. And I would practice with her other mentoring students. So that's some of my closest friends now because we've been literally like in each other's brains and we know each other's limiting beliefs and we know all of this stuff, but we also trust each other deeply and love each other deeply and created a safe space. And then it's the same with my coaching clients. My coaching clients know more about me than most people And I'm teaching them how to do intuitive reads, and most of the time when I check in to see what their souls want them to do that week, what they want us to cover or practice, they'll want them to practice an intuitive read, and they'll want them to practice it on me. And I think a big reason why they want them to practice them on me is because then they can see that I'm not on a pedestal. I'm not better than them. I'm not this like perfect person who has it all figured out. I am still a hot fucking mess sometimes. And I still have limiting beliefs. I still have stuff that I am working through. And it's funny because sometimes they'll pick up on something and they're like, oh, like you're thinking this, but that's not true at all. You're really good at this or whatever it is. And they get to see what is real. And I want them to see what is real, and I want them to know, and that's why I started this podcast, because I want you to know that it's hard. Life is hard. Being an entrepreneur is hard, but it's also easy, and it's also fun if you let it be that way. Being in relationships is both really hard and really fun and really easy sometimes. Most of the time, the relationship that I'm in is really easy and it's the easiest one that I've ever been in. And it feels the best of any one that I've ever been in. But at the same time, it has also been the most challenging. And that's how life is. And the more the challenging the thing is that you go through, the more rewarding it is and the more worth it it is. And I think a lot of us have spent a lot of time straying away from the things that feel challenging because we're scared. But I can tell you that the harder the thing is that I've tried to do, the better I feel after I do it. And having my own business is definitely the hardest thing I've ever done. And it's caused me to grow the most that I've ever grown. Also, of course, with the nature of my business, because the whole thing that I'm doing is reprogramming my own limiting beliefs and then helping other people do the same. And I'm being the most vulnerable that I've ever been in my entire life And I also now, as a result, feel the most loved that I've ever felt in my entire life because these people also actually know me. They actually see me, all of me, especially the messy parts. Before, I would try to hide my messy parts. Now, I'm like, hey, you should know about this mess over here. Let me show you this one. Look what's going on over here. This is how I'm feeling. This is what I did. I just told you all that one of my bank accounts was negative $161. And meanwhile, I'm out here talking about how to manifest and align with more money. Like That takes a lot of guts and a lot of bravery. But it's also because I know that what I'm saying is true. I know that rewiring your limiting beliefs and doing all these other things Like, I know how to manifest more money. I've done it. I'm doing it. And that was just a situation where my soul didn't want me to transfer money so that I could sit in these feelings. But I also know that some people might choose to ignore all that other stuff that I said and decide that I don't know what I'm talking about and I shouldn't be listened to. And if that's how you want to feel and that's what you think, cool. Good for you. That's fine. Because I also know that there are going to be other people who hear that and they're like, damn. She's keeping it so real, and I do believe all of the things that she's saying, and I think this is the way to do things. And because I know she's honest, I want to work with her. And I know that the more honest I am, the more aligned with me the clients are going to be who approach me to work with me. And I want to work with the people who I'm supposed to work with. I want to work with the people who appreciate me for all of myself, for my really messy parts, for the fact that I'm really long-winded sometimes. You know, that's what I want. I want a really authentic life, especially after spending so many years on social media and seeing people be incredibly inauthentic. And I know I mentioned the last time, sometimes that's also me. Sometimes I struggle to just be super honest and raw and real on social media. It's a lot easier for me to do here on the podcast. So this is where you're going to get the real parts. This is where you're going to get me crying about something sometimes. (laughs) This is where you're going to get me probably making weird noises. I tend to make little noises and sound effects sometimes. I'm kind of surprised I haven't done it yet. At least I don't think I've done it yet. (laughs) Maybe I didn't notice. But this is where you're going to get the realest version of me that you can get outside of working with me one-on-one. Because it's just the easiest way for me to show up that way. And this week was a really, really great week for me. And it was a really, really, really challenging week for me. And that's how life works. And I want to make that super clear to everybody so that you don't think that when stuff is going wrong for you that it means that you're failing or that life just sucks because life is actually really freaking great and it's really wonderful and all the ups and downs are the reason why and when you're in the down part, it's easy to forget that but that's why I'm working on a course that's called Turn Shit Into Gold because it's teaching you exactly how I've gotten to this point of being able to take this shit that happens to me and turn it into gold really quickly. The bank account situation, even just a few months ago, that would have like fucked me up i would have had all those little limiting beliefs that i mentioned but they would have stuck around and i've done enough work on myself in the past few months that now they came up and i was like whoa whose thoughts are these these are not mine i don't hold these these are someone else's beliefs this is what someone else would think about this situation but that's not what i think i know better now i know more now And I'm not going to hang on to these beliefs. I'm going to thank them for showing up and maybe ask them what they're here to teach me. And then I'm going to go ahead and learn that lesson and forget those thoughts. And I'm going to come back to remembering that I'm extremely worthy because I exist. just like everyone else is extremely worthy because they exist. And I love to also just like see people out in the world and think just like, wow, you're so incredibly worthy, and you have so much magic in you. Do you even have any idea? Are you aware of how magical you are? Because you are so magical, and I want everybody to know that. I want you to know that you are so freaking magical, and I want you to get to the point where you don't care what other people think about you. And right now, someone popped into my head I hope she's listening to this. She is the bartender where I live, and her name is Carly. Hi, Carly, if you're listening. And I freaking love Carly, and I love Carly because Carly is so Carly. She just is such a beautiful, quirky little human, and I don't even know how to properly put it into words, but she just is so adorable and funny, and she's so just herself. And uh, I just love it. And I love her and I love her because she's her and she's her authentic self. And she has a lot of messy parts and she's told me about her messy parts and they just make me love her more. And that's how people feel about you. You have to just lean into all of your parts, The messy parts, the neat parts, the cool parts, the really weird parts. Just start to Pick a person that you know is a safe person and start to open yourself up to them a little bit more and allow yourself to be seen and allow yourself to be appreciated and allow yourself to be loved. And then, once that's a little more comfortable, find another person who's a safe person and do it again and keep doing that until you get to the point where you feel comfortable starting a podcast and putting all of your parts out on the internet for strangers to pick apart if they so choose, because you remember who the fuck you are. You remember that you are an infinitely worthy being just because you are. And then no one's opinion of you changes how worthy you are. Because once you can reach that point, that's when you can put your magic out into the world and you can help so many people. Because I know there are a lot of people in this world that I'm here to help. My soul signed up to help a lot of people. A lot of soul contracts going on here for me but it is not all 7.7 billion people. So I started this podcast because I think that I can help all 7.7 billion people in this world if I help enough people who turn around and help enough people who turn around and help enough people who turn around and help enough people and you get where I'm going with this. It'll turn into the whole world. That's why Every act of kindness is so important because everything you do creates a ripple effect. That's why I always smile at strangers and say hi. Sometimes it gets me into a little bit of trouble. I have been hit on by (laughs) some characters out on the streets because I smile and say hi or good morning to people, and sometimes they think that it is a level of interest that is not here. I'm simply being friendly. I'm trying to spread love and spread joy. I'm not trying to not trying to date you, okay? But I know that there are some people who really need to see that smile. They really need to feel connected to another human being for just a second. You never know what type of struggles another person is going through and how much of a difference it can make to just smile at them. There are so many stories that I've heard over the years about people who were about to end their life and then someone smiled at them. Or someone offered to carry their books home from school with them or whatever little thing it is. And then they decided to stick around for a while longer because one person cared and one person gave them the smallest bit of love. So imagine what would happen if you just started to allow yourself to be such a beam of light in this world because that's what you actually are. You are literally light, and you have a very unique light that needs to be shined out into the world, and the only way that you can shine your very unique light is to get all of the dust and dirt off of it so that it can fully shine through, and all the dust and dirt is all the limiting beliefs, all the stuff that's holding you back, and my goal is to show you enough of my unique light in this podcast and speak enough light into you that you start to make enough changes that you can shine your light to. Because the world needs that. The world needs you and your very beautiful, special, powerful uniqueness. And I can promise you that you are good enough. Whatever thing you think you want to do, you're good enough to do it. And here's the thing. Right now, you're definitely good enough to start. Things won't be perfect. You will make mistakes. You might piss people off. Things will go wrong. But the more you keep going, the easier it will get, the better at it you'll get, the more confident you'll feel, and it'll just be that sort of cycle for the rest of your life where you keep making mistakes, but you learn from it. And maybe you're able to bounce back more quickly. You're able to bounce back more easily. That's what's happening to me. I can more quickly realize, oh, this is here for my highest good. This is here to help me. This isn't here as a punishment. This isn't because anything's wrong with me. I still need to get even better about not beating myself up when some of this stuff happens sometimes. Because sometimes that's still my default to start beating myself up about whatever went wrong, or just the fact that I'm still in this phase, that I haven't fully learned this lesson yet, whatever it is, there'll be something that I feel like I've been working on reprogramming for two or three months, and I feel like I should be done programming it by now. And that resistance is what causes it to drag out longer. If you can just surrender to the fact that you are learning this lesson right now, and it's a difficult lesson, And it's maybe something that's been going on for a couple of your lifetimes here on Earth. And then you realize you're mad at yourself because you've been aware of it and trying to fix it for three months. But it was going on for two lifetimes. It really puts it into perspective. And you can start to be a little kinder to yourself about the fact that you're still learning this lesson. If you struggle with anxiety or depression and you're trying to heal that – have compassion for yourself, be gentle with yourself, know that it may take a little time and that that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. And the fact that you keep trying and you keep showing up is amazing. And you should celebrate yourself for that. You're still here. You should celebrate yourself for that. You didn't give up yet. That's amazing. So just take things one day at a time. And when difficult things happen – allow yourself to feel whatever you're feeling, and then ask yourself, what is this here to teach me? And how might this be in my highest good? What can I take from this? And how can I allow this to make me better and make the rest of my experience here on earth better? That's what I like to call turning shit into gold. And that's Why i'm working on this course this podcast might even be changed to that name It was my podcast was telling me that she wanted me to change her name to that At first she said that I needed to release my second episode with that name and I said, are you kidding me? I literally just released this with a different name because you told me to What is going on here? And then when I checked in today, she was like you can just release it under the t with kb. That's fine It's like, okay, cool, but i'll check back in next time. So just heads up It might suddenly one day be different on your feed. It'll be the same podcast, same content. We're just seeing what kind of vibe she wants to have with her name. And you are a beautiful, wonderful, magical, loving, abundant human. And I want you to always remember that. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I needed to share today. It feels like that's probably all that needs to be shared today. I think there was more from my week, but this just feels like enough for you, enough for now. We can wrap it up there. And if there's anything really important that I think of that needs to be shared, then I'll put it at the beginning of the episode next week. So between whenever you listen to this and whenever you listen to the next one, I just invite you to be really kind with yourself as you start to explore this idea that literally everything is always happening for your highest good if you allow yourself to view it that way and explore that. And that is the tea. I love you all. See you next time.